Hello. Talking. Episode 255 of the Paul Truesdale Podcast. What do you say? <laughs> Hand over the baby or I'll shoot you in the church or in the cab of your truck. It's Tuesday, February the 8th, 2022. Only 320 days. That's right, boys and girls. Only 320 days to buy pure junk that nobody needs for Christmas in 2022. But, and this is a big whopper of a but, remember that yours truly will accept King County Distillery peated bourbon whiskey left on my doorstep. You can left, leave it on my doorstep and I will be a happy camper. Just put a little post-it note and say from and whoever. If I must, though, I'll wait until Christmas. I will, I will, but I won't like it. I will take it, but I will not like it. And so for the rest of you who are buying all that junk, you, me, we, yes, we are responsible for the pack jam roadways where the wheels of Amazon commerce and cardboard keep filling up dumpsters from border to border and coast to coast. Uh, it's time to laugh, it's time to drink, it's time to feed the Canadian Sphinx. Always the same story. This is the Paul Truesdale Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdale. Well, we're recording this podcast in the Truesdale Professional Building, and it bears my name. And we're not wearing pants at right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We're sitting around the big old table here, and well, I'm joined here by my buddy Roscoe. Yeah. And none other than Curly Joe. Certainly. Tiny Tim. Yes. And Reverend God bless him, Ralph. Oh. Leon Gasamascus. That's not Damascus or from Syria, but that's who? Leon Gasamascus and Bubba. Wow. So what we got going on here? Red alert! Well, we've got a bunch of things we're going to cover real quickly. Normally, I would share a little bit about the species, the creature, the thing that we profile each episode. But here's the thing, that Canadian sphinx, it is but ugly. I mean, holy cow, is that thing but ugly. It's terrible. <laughs> so the breed did not exist until 1966 when two cats made some really bad baby batter and pooped out this devil-looking thing in Toronto. You got to take a look at it. I have it on good authority that Justin Trudeau, yes, the Prime Minister of Canada has one. That's what I'm thinking. I think he's got one. Well, before we get going, what you know is that the Trots, the new episode of Trots will probably go up later this week. I'm a little bit behind because I am jam-packed. But if you want to get Trots, you got to go to the contact form, fill out the contact form. We'll send you the email, an email with the password, and you can get what we call Truesdell's rest of the story. Now, here's where this came from. There used to be a guy called Paul Harvey, and Paul Harvey used to say, and now the rest of the story. And I thought about the rest of the story spells the word Trots, and Trots is another word for or diarrhea. So you got to laugh. And that's one of the things I like to do is laugh when I do these things. But in the next trots, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be playing, it's going to be a video, and I'm going to play a couple different videos of law enforcement officers shooting and killing people. So I'll give you the trigger warning now. You don't want to watch it if you're sensitive to things like that. You can watch it on TV. You can watch Transformers. You can watch, you know, the White House going down in the movie, even in real life. You can, no, that's fine. But, you know, but, oh, it's on YouTube and you got to have 
trigger warning. So anyways, I'm telling you straight up, I've been shot, stabbed, I've been run over by a car, and I'm going to give you some of my impressions of what's going on in the world. I'm going to tell you a little bit of why. Sometimes I look at these videos and I go, my God, I just cannot believe they give these people badges, nor can I believe these people exist among us, some of the dumbest people in the world. Not necessarily just cops, but I'm talking about people who are walking across the border, born here. I don't know, maybe they landed from Mars. I'm not sure, but oh my God. So I'll give you some insight and I'm going to talk about why I really do emphasize, okay? And I'm going to put the emphasis on this. Why emphasize? You got to be physically fit. You got to be situationally aware and well, you got to be prepared because frankly, you never know what's going to happen. It is just one of those things in life that you just, oh man, sometimes it just kind of freaks me out. So with that, what do you say we get started? Time to check the poll. So we begin with school lunch going vegan. Today is the first Vegan Friday at New York City Public Schools. Students will see an increased number of vegan options on the menu each Friday. Today's include vegan tacos and chickpea stew. The mayor, a vegan himself, pushed for the vegan lunch program. He says students want healthier food options. Milk will still be served to meet federal guidelines. But I guess it doesn't matter anyway. Well, I'm a native of Dallas, Texas, and I'm going to tell you right now, just give me a good old steak. Make it rare. Don't do a, a Donald Trump ketchup thing on it. Give me a baked potato. Give me a salad, and I'm a happy camper. I'll hell on I don't need a fork. I don't need a spoon. I don't need a knife. I'll rip the damn stuff with my hand. I like eating for my blood type. I like eating for my body type. I like eating for my natural background. You know, we are Normans, and before Normans, we were Vikings. I know exactly who we are, and the bottom line is, yeah. Red meat is the way to go. I remember when we moved up from Texas to Wisconsin, they had this thing. Oh, my God. It was just horrible. It was rhubarb. Oh, my God. God had a hell of a sense of humor when he created rhubarb. Now, my mother liked rhubarb, and we had rhubarb in the garden, and we would, you know, pick it, and she would make rhubarb pie. Ain't no way, no way, no way was I eating mom's rhubarb. No, not no, 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 no. I'd rather go down the shed and get a good whooping than having that damn rhubarb. But I can't imagine being a kid today with all the crap you got to put up with. I just, I really can't, you know, for all you kids that might be listening to this, God bless your sweet little hearts. God bless your mommies and daddies don't have the balls to pull you out of school and to teach you on your own. You know, the literacy rate in this country was basically 98% back in the 1920s and the 1800s. People think, oh yeah, everybody was stupid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. People were smart. They read things like Plato. They learned things like Socrates. They learned the Constitution. Oh, man, people were well-read. It just is what it is, what it is. Right, Curly Joe? Certainly. Yeah, it is what it is, what it is. You had people that, of all races, all nationalities, they learned to read. Yes! And today, you know, you got public schools like in Philadelphia. I think it's between 60 and 70% of the high school graduates, high school graduates, can't freaking read. So one of the problems we've got out there in life is the number of people who actually know what in the Sam Hell they're doing is getting smaller, smaller, smaller. We had an article we were talking about during lunch. We we always do lunch here. My son made a fantastic Chinese meal today. Oh my God, you guys missed it. We make our own rice here. We don't grow it. We're not, we're not out in the rice paddies growing the stuff. I'm talking, we have a rice cooker, our actual Japanese rice cooker. Man, love it. Fantastic. He had a fantastic dish today. And the bottom line is we're talking about mathematicians. There's an article out there. I'm not going to cite it right now. I might put it in the show notes where it's mathematicians, right? You know, brain people that are doing the calculations to get us to Mars, Pluto, Venus, and that crazy stinky place called Uranus. Ooh. Only in 
here in San Francisco. People got no respect for the brain dead? Yes, mathematicians are having a hard time doing basic fundamental. Emphasis on the word mental. Math. Can't add. So is it any really big surprise? No. Is any big surprise that planes on our aircraft carriers are crashing? Because oh, Bubba forgot to put out the rope. Now, whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. As Dan Karpinchuk reports, the protests have now spread to major cities across the country. What began a week ago as a protest against a requirement that all long-haul truckers who cross the U.S. border be vaccinated is now a general outburst against all pandemic restrictions. Ottawa has been gridlocked for more than a week, and as many as 1,000 trucks and 5,000 supporters packed the downtown core Saturday in what officials say is an occupation. The demonstrations spread to Toronto, Quebec City, Frederick, in Winnipeg, Regina, and Victoria, at or near provincial legislatures. In Toronto, one man was arrested after setting off a smoke bomb, and in Winnipeg, one man drove his vehicle into a group of protesters. Police in Toronto cordoned off all roads leading to the legislative buildings over fears that the protests could disrupt access to several major hospitals nearby. So here's the thing. The the Prime Minister in Canada has called these truck drivers, and there is a mess of them. Nobody in the news is talking about this. Absolutely nobody's talking about it. He's calling them terrorists. The same group of people a year ago, he was saying, oh, thank you very much for coming and giving us our food here in Canada and parlez-vous français and all that. Yeah, no, now they're terrorists. Oh, and oh, here's the big thing. They're disrupting government. Hey, because you have no government. There is a, there's a revolution going on in Canada. You think that the January 6th occupation of the, of, the, uh, of the lockdown center, which is now what we call Washington, D.C., is literally a lockdown center. If you go to D.C., man, it is like, you're going, it's it's, it's like going through a concentration camp. It's unbelievable. But anyways, I digress. The reality in life is, uh, Leon, what do you think? Yeah, you don't, you, don't, you don't call the people that are bringing you your food terrorists. You just don't do that. And then this guy, he flees. Oh, I got to get out of here. They might come after me. And what do they do? Oh, somebody threw off a, a smoke bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then one of these people who hates truckers and is for the government uh, ran into a group of them and ran them down. But, eh, you know, smoke bomb, running people down, not a big deal, you know. It's kind of like in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, you know, drive a truck, run over a bunch of people, kill them, run over a bunch of kids, no ladies. Not a big deal. Who cares about that? I'm calling my lawyer. Look, I encourage everybody to, to be safe and take care of your family. I do. But there's still some people that don't want to take it. And you shouldn't have to be forced to take something that you don't want. So I don't think people are being forced to take. Well, there are some. There are. I mean, listen, we have a mandate at CBS. That's forced. We have a mandate at CBS. But my but my point. That's forced. But where I wholeheartedly. That's forced. No, it's not forced. It is forced because if the man don't take it, the man will get fired. So this is Shaquille O'Neal. You know, that big son of a gun, that basketball player that played in uh, Orlando and they won the uh, NBA title a few years back. This is a big guy and he's got the kahunas to stand up and uh, and call it the way it is. Roses are red and how do you do? Drink four of these and woo, 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 woo. Well, there are some. There are. I mean, listen, we have a mandate at CBS. Yeah, it's a mandate at CBS. Either you do it or you're going to get fired. But, hey, listen, if you like to play diddle-diddle with the cat and the fiddle and the little kid in the corner who's underage, that's okay. You can do that for years. You want to conspire with a political party or political candidate to sway an election? That's fine. You can diddle with the votes. You can diddle with that. But, hey, if you diddle and question about the vax, well, you're fired or you're a terrorist. Force. We have a mandate at CBS. But my, but my point— That's force. But where I wholeheartedly... That's force. No, it's not force. It is force, because if the man don't take it, the man will get fired. Not only will man get fired, but check this out. Yeah! Oh! 
guest, unfortunately, did not have such a positive experience when she gave birth to her son at Caboolture Hospital in Queensland last month. So in in Australia, they've lost their freaking minds. And for everybody who's a law enforcement officer, for those of you who are not literally raising your hands, throwing the middle finger at the law, the Australian police officers and saying you are an embarrassment to everyone who ever was a cop, then you're just as bad as them, okay? you got people out there who are literally going into churches, women who are praying in a church. They don't have a mask on, they want to arrest them. In this case, a woman had a child. A woman had a child. And what did they do? Alicia Peake had her son, Remy, forcibly removed from her when informed that her teenage daughter might have been a close contact at work. Okay, so you might have had close contact at work. Now remember, one of the things I do is I can't stand hypocrites. I just can't. I believe in equal opportunity, not equal outcome. I'm the most non-discriminatory person you're ever going to meet in the face of the earth. If you don't believe that, then you are a discriminatory person because I just don't believe in equal outcome. I believe in equal ability and equal pay and equal outcome. But if, if you're doing the same job, if you have the same skill sets, so it's called equal opportunity, not equal outcome. But all things being equal, yeah, it should be right. But all things aren't equal. They never have been and never will be. There are some people that are they're freaking blessed. I've been talking a lot with a person lately. I mean, this person, this lady is amazing and she's got amazing kids. These people are like perfect little genetic monsters, just, you know, like, are you kidding me? So God bless them. What do you do? Do you say, oh yeah, no, wait a minute. On the scale of mm, good lookingness, you're too good looking. So we have to take a knife and start, we got to cut an ear off. We got to do a Van Gogh. Ear gone. Should we do that? Does that make sense? It's always the same story. Yeah, we got to have equality no matter what. So what we should probably do is create an algorithm and we should take a picture of you like the IRS wants to take a picture of your your mug so that mm, when they do the IRS tax returns and everything else, they can prove that that's you. In other words, all of our DNA, all of our photo, photographic uh, evidentiary, uh, who we are is going to go to the IRS. And of course, they just backed off on that. They announced that today, but <laughs> it's just a matter of time. It made the news, won't make the news, and then they'll slip it in on something. But here's the reality in life, boys and girls. Yeah, let's get a computer. Let's write an algorithm and... And what are we going to do? We'll let the algorithm cut you up to make you ugly or because we got to have the norm. It got to have the norm. Everybody's got to be equal. Or if you're really too pretty, we're just going to bag you. So remember, guys, we used to say, oh, man, she's hot. Boy, the body's a 10, but the face is a double bagger. Maybe we're some of us are going to have to face that. She was told that she wouldn't be able to see her newborn until she returned a negative PCR test. For Alicia, the impact was. So here's the thing. I told you in Canada, their health department department has taken all of the phone numbers from everybody and they're tracking everybody where they go. They're listening, they're walking, they're talking, they know where you're at. And so mm, in this case, the woman's daughter, the woman is, okay, her and her, her man, they made some baby batter. Baby batter took, they started having these little cells grow and she got a big old tummy tummy and then she, out comes the baby. And what does the government do down there? What does the health department of Australia do? Hey, we've got a suspicion that your daughter may have been in contact with somebody who may have had COVID and as a result of they may have had COVID we're going to have to take your baby away from you because by God this is Australia. Traumatising understandably she joins me now for her home in Queensland with her newborn baby Alicia 
Um, did they literally take Remy from your arms and say you couldn't see him again until you had a negative PCR test? Um, yeah, that's right. But um, he, they told me they were going to take him for an hour for tests. And then mm. when they took him, they said I wouldn't get him back. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Unbelievable. You just got to sit back and just scream. Um, and didn't get him back for oh. hours. Wow. And this was because your daughter, who only might have been a close contact, not yourself, did they offer at least to do a rapid antigen test in the meantime to establish whether you were negative um, before um, well, uh, your child was returned? Um, she actually was a possible casual contact, not even a close contact. <laughs> Uh, oh, so you know, just a casual contact. You go to the store. I'm picking out some lettuce. I'm getting some celery. Getting some cilantro. And somebody two aisles over <laughs> throws a loogie into Campbell soup cans. But because I was in the area, yes. I might have the COVID because my wife is pregnant with our 47th child. Andrew, are you listening? And so as a result, when number 47 pops up, we've got to give it up. Got to give it up because you never know. It's for the good of the state. Just hours away from the start of the Winter Games and inside the Olympic bubble, another world entirely. Cocktails served by walking hazmat suits and robots roaming the hallways spraying disinfectant. This morning's opening ceremony, a much more subdued celebration, set to last only 100 minutes compared to Tokyo's four-hour opener last summer. Hey, let me tell you something. I had I haven't watched the Olympics in, I don't know since when. I, I, I gave up on this years ago. When I was a kid, you said my mom and dad, I don't get this thing. Why do the Olympics have people representing nations? It doesn't make any sense to me. I remember my mother and father looked at me and said, okay, because we had a, listen, when I grew up, it was cool. My parents were more than willing to entertain my highfalutin, crazy, you know, question everything. Like, you know, today I'd be questioning uh, the Florona, you know, the uh, rice aroni, the San Francisco treat that everybody loves to hate. Uh, we got the flu, got the corona, and I would have said, hey, maybe some of these people are dying because they aren't getting medical care. But in this case, here's the gig. Why do we have nations involved in the Olympics at all? Isn't it supposed to be like the coming together of people from all walks of life, rich and poor, border to border, coast to coast, all the and Some people like to run. Some people like to jump. Some people like to do lots of cool things, go down a hill really fast. Some Here's what I like to see. I like to have them do, do barrel racing, not with, not with horses. I like to see them do a race, you know, instead of like you know you have skiers are going downhill downhill skiing i see them get on a barrel and just go down the who who has the balls to go down a it's got it can't be wood well no we ought to make wood we have wooden barrels we got plastic barrels you know that'd be kind of cool you know what we could do what we could do is just um we have sleds bobsledding you know that's another thing why do we have bobsleds in, in these tracks why don't we just like take a tragedy mountain and just simply say hey you know five guys hang out like we used to do when we were kids and just go down the hill you know and just uh holy crap uh And then at the at the end we can get Reverend Ralph, oh. and he could uh, you know uh, bless us if we survive. And Leon, <laughs> if he's right, he needs to be at the back of the back of the uh, uh, toboggan. So, anyways, here's the thing: who 
cares about Russia and China and the United States and politics and, you know, Reagan boycotted and then the Russians boycotted? Why? Why? And why do they keep building these facilities? Why don't they just find some place? You know, the United Nations is in New York. In my opinion, get that damn thing out of here. Go put it on an island someplace. Go take over some island from some peaceful native people, you know, who aren't going to bother anybody. Go ahead and just cut them all their heads off like the French did to all of the natives in St. Kitts. Go ahead and look that up. And the bottom line is, let's take the damn thing over, build these facilities, rah, rah, rah. And as far as Winter Olympics, why do we need them in a place that's cold? Let's put them in the Bahamas. Jeff Bezos can build us a big ice rink there. And, and look, we got all this artificial ice, artificial snow. I mean, 80 degrees and, and, and bobsledding is kind of cool. I mean, that's why not? Because everything else is fake. Everything is fake. We might as well just have fake snow. But hey, you know, who am I to question uh, the Olympics? And while Beijing's 2008 ceremony had 15,000 performers in the spotlight, today only 3,000 will be included. 95% of those are teenagers, marking the first time in Olympic history teens are invited on such a large scale. As far as spectators go, Vladimir Putin will be in attendance. When he attended the opening ceremony in Beijing back in 2008, Russia invaded Georgia on the same day, making many uneasy in light of current tensions in Ukraine. Oh, listen, listen, here's this whole thing. All of you, Republican, Democrat, Martian, you, I don't care who you are. You can be from Pluto, Uranus, or anything else. Y'all y'all got to understand what's going on over there in Ukraine. You got to understand what false flags are. You got to understand what, uh, uh, this, this is just not right. They're, they're hell-bent to get us into a war, and the reason is is the economy. We're going to have some real ugly inflation. I can go on for hours in this stuff, but I got to tell you, I don't want a war. I'm, t- I'm done. There's no reason to fight a war. There is none. And if if they don't do it, you know what's going to happen? I'm telling you, mark my words, I guarantee it. You're going to see more and more of this alien stuff. And, you know, we got to start sinking some serious money into alien defense. Got to do it. The next thing's going to be, and this is a real deal, if you understand the way the sun and the earth and how our galaxy and the universe, how it rotates, if you really sat down and stuttered, stuttered, if you studied astrology and, oh, astrologists, that's a bunch of hocus pocus. No, 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 no. I encourage you to go listen to um, Joe Rogan. One of his current podcasts, and listen to his, and it's, it's a real recent one. He had a Randall Carlson on. You got to listen to what Randall Carlson has said, and I'm not going to go. I, I one day I will summarize all of the studies that uh, Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson have done, and I'll give you. It'll be in trots. And for those of you who are clients of mine, actual paid clients, that will be a permanent feature because it will connect so many dots as to how we manage money and why. When I look at things, I look at things from a basic, raw, fundamental basis. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to sit back and go, oh, we get all these asteroids or could come into our atmosphere and become meteors. And these meteors might strike Earth. And yeah, there are some big mojos out there that could cause some real damage. But basically, uh, it's kind of hard to track them. And so what happens in our nation and it happens in the world, follow the money, follow where the Defense Department is spending money 
money and the billions they are putting place in place for movies. I've talked about this before. There are reasons why you have to do things. If I want you to change something, it's best for me to, you know, say, hey, we're thinking about doing this. And then it's like, hey, what do you think about this? And then, listen, we've kind of come with these three different ideas based upon our surveys. What do you think works best for this? And then we come out and say, so of this, what kind of modifications would you do if we did this? And we just go ahead and do it. And you're tired of answering the questions when it just goes ahead. Guys, I'm telling you, there's stuff out there going on. And uh, ooh, Red alert. it ain't cool. It ain't cool. So here's what we've talked about. We talked about vegans and my dislike for rhubarb. We've talked about Canadian and American truckers who are tired of it. But now they are terrorists. We've talked about Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, big old Shaquille O'Neal. You've seen YouTube videos where he plays basketball with real kids. He's just a nice guy, but now he's, eh, I'm not anti-fax, but I think you're restricting people's rights. Nope, bad news. In Australia, we got pictures and movies and videos of cops coming into churches and dragging little old ladies out of the out of the church because they didn't have a mask on. They take your kids from you. And in the Olympics, yeah. Just hours away from the start of the uh, Winter Games and inside the Olympic bubble, another world entirely. Yeah, it's a whole nother world entirely. So, hey, you know, things are interesting out there. But at the same time, what are we doing? You stupid. They're not. What's nine plus ten? Twenty-one. You stupid. Hard to have a gun. Don't get the gun in the first place. And again, for any of the press, any of the press listening, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. There's no violation of a Second Amendment right. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon and when the, this, this uh, amendment was passed. So no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons, but that's another issue. Oh, that is absolutely unequivocally beyond excuse. That's not true. That is not true. Only recently, 1968, Omnibus Crime Budget and Crime Control Act, 1968, Richard Nixon, only then did they outlaw machine guns, okay? But let me tell you this. The Second Amendment is an amazing thing. You could own a cannon. There are people running around in this country with tanks, working tanks. It's legal. Now, I'm not saying everybody go out and get a tank. Don't get me wrong, but the Constitution, words have specific meanings. This is the reason why I get so upset when someone says, oh, I'm an insurance agent and I'm your fiduciary. No, you're not. You're a commission-based salesman. Oh, I'm a, I sell cars and I'm going to get you the very best car deal out there. I'm going to work for you and I'm a car fiduciary. No, you're not. You're a commission-based salesperson, okay? Oh, hey, I'm a realtor and I'm going to sell you this house. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a house over here for $250,000, but there's this really beautiful one over here for four fifty. dollars And you know what? I'm going to get you the very best one because I'm a real estate fiduciary. No, you're not. You're a salesperson. You make a commission. Words should have very specific meanings, but no, even Joe Biden says <laughs> the Constitution and the amendments, well, they really aren't there for permanency. They're there because, uh, yeah. <laughs> We just kind of like them. So with that, let's finish things up. This is called Run With The Wolves. I thought it was a good little song to drop on you today because, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about that in trots coming up. And uh, for those of you who are seeing me in Tampa and every other place I'll be running around this week and next and the following, uh, thanks for scheduling. We'll see you. And for everybody on video and uh, the video chat today, that was cool. Enjoyed you guys. But again, this is uh, Run With The Wolves, then we'll do our ending and we're out of here.
Now, for the, those of you who are regular clients, you know that I always drop a song in, and I try to put this in uh, on the trot side as well, uninterrupted. Get up and move. Move. Physical exercise, okay? Physical investing involves strength, endurance, and flexibility with natural nutrition, hydration, and everything in moderation. Man, did I lift weights on Saturday. I trashed myself. Holy mother of God. And for some of you who haven't seen me for a while, you're going to be surprised. I've been cutting and cutting and cutting weight and uh, uh, building. I'm actually now in my 60s. I'm doing bodybuilding rather than pure hardcore weightlifting for size. And uh, yeah, the old man can uh, buff up. Got to get that six pack that I used to have when I played ball. Remember, I do not like hypocrites. This concludes the public version of the Paul Truesdell podcast. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Are you still here? Why? The good stuff is on paultruesdell.com. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Now get going. Go over to paultruesdell.com and become a friend. Go. Get. Now. This is Matthew. What's the matter with you? Joanna and Brian told you what to do. What are you waiting for? Okay. One more time. Go to paultruesdell.com. Click on contact. Complete the form. Become a friend. Crazy simple stupid easy. stuff, the lighter side of the news, lower and debase myself for the amusement of total strangers. Yeah, I could do that. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Tired of uh, being jerked around. I wish uh, that I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end it's just the money. Only in San Francisco. Mitch, there's something you're going to have to understand. Compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot. People got no respect for the brain dead. Your kids are starving. Carl's Jr. believes no child should go hungry. You are an unfit mother. 
your children will be placed in the custody of Carl's Jr. Surprise! Surprise! Surprise!